Lovebreak. Did you just do the Star Trek theme song to Lovebreak? <laughs> Star <laughs> Break. Star Break. Forge. 20 or whatever <laughs> was there ever a star date 420 and then they they blazed uh, up what was the star date because isn't it isn't it star date and then like a number yeah i never pay attention to that i'm sure you could look it up right now what the star mm -hmm. dates were but the, yeah they stop using the regular calendar and they go to star dates but in star trek enterprise they still use the old calendar because they're like new to the galaxy which i think is kind of cool Wow, Star Trek Stardate 420 Ringtone, song by Comedy Ringtone Factory. <laughs> Heck yeah, dude. Heck yeah, dude. I do need a funny ringtone. I, this is 1996. Right, right. I'm going to play that frog song on my phone. <laughs> Crazy frog. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. All right. Um, okay. You can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast is not for you. And we're talking to you right there. And you know who you talking are. Talking to you. You yeah, don't don't hide. Don't don't uh you know, don't cover your ears. <laughs> don't close your eyes. We're still you're we're here. We're looking at you. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's not. It's not. You're not. They're they're covering their eyes like a hamster or something like that, or like a bunny. <laughs> they're they looking the other way. Like, if they, maybe they yeah. Won't, well, they, they think won't they, they think that they disappear if they close their eyes. And oh, just, right, right. Honestly, by this time they should know better. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, you're a human being. You've, you've got uh, more than one friend written gotta... all over your face. I mean, we know that you have more than one friend. There's no point in trying to hide it. Just just leave now. I guess if it is a baby listening to this, uh, I guess then I would feel bad because it's like, I guess it's not. You don't have to have learned it yet, I guess. But yeah. you have to learn it soon. So don't take too long, you know? Yeah, but a baby um, also, it's like, how many friends is a baby? I don't know. What constitutes a friend when you're a baby? Like, do you really? I guess everyone's your friend when you're a baby. Hmm. Or no one's your friend. I don't know. Uh, it's a very, it's one of them philosophical college questions. <laughs> yeah, one of those right. things you go off to a liberal arts college for. I don't know, uh, you know. Uh, but uh, but we're not talking about humans today, Andrew. We're talking oh. about animals, Andrew. That's yeah. right, specifically rhinos and elephants. Because today, Andrew, we're matching that. That's that classic matchup: rhinos versus ele elephants <laughs> in the classic game, Siam. Yes, uh, rhinos versus elephants, and I mean, I guess that that could be a, a one sentence summary right there. It's rhinos versus el versus elephants, right? But um, what? Okay, but I didn't play the stinger yet. So oh. why don't we just go ahead and <laughs> here? I'll just have, we'll play the stinger. Uh, I'll just play it right now. One sentence explanations. Okay, one sentence explanations. So we're gonna sum this game up in one sentence. There here. we go. That's more like it. There we yeah. go. Mm -hmm. um, mine is uh, rhinos versus elephants. No, it's not. Um, my <laughs> one, my one sentence summary is the game. Siam is the game that shows what happens when push comes to shove. Wow, that is so good, Andrew. That really? is so money. Uh, I feel like that's that's what you would. Here on like a professional commercial about this game, 
made by those people that like you know those, the old commercials that were like about like that were all the old board games that uh, stunk uh, like you know yeah, uh, battle right. game, battleship and mousetrap and crossfire right. and all that stuff. Hey, mousetrap. Like they had great commercials where they had yeah uh and gator golf and all that stuff they all have like good commercials you know what yeah. i mean uh and they because they had like very like the ad people behind those commercials were better than the game designers basically so <laughs> um and i don't personally believe that about this game but you might we'll see um but i'm just i'm just trying to tell you that that's classic ad stuff you ever think about going into uh advertising um yeah actually uh and all you out there can join our Patreon at Two Can Play That Game. Pod- <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Patreon.com. Oh, that's right. Play that game I forgot we're extremely bad at advertising. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Just look at our Patreon. Andrew, my one sentence summary of the game Siam is battle royale sumo that highlights brains over brawn. Oh, and Pete, that that could mm-hmm. be like right in like I could see that on like a commercial if i were watching that i mean that's like thank you thank you on an infomercial at 3 a.m you know what i mean like (laughs) folks folks just like i have a knife i'm like folks you're gonna need to get siam it's a battle royale sumo that highlights brains over brawn and then i like chop something with it or something i don't know it's Uh, like are you are you tired of all those (laughs) all those games yeah black and white picture of like yeah of like a bunch of containers falling out of the closets or whatever yeah yeah oh Rhinos and uh, rhinos and elephants like being friends, and it's like, you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, Andrew, that's because in this game, rhinos and elephants. So I don't know, they might be friends, but they are competitors at least, uh, because in the game of Siam, and Siam, of course, being uh, kind of like an old world term for it was like the old kingdom that became Thailand. So right. um, no longer, but uh, but back back in the day, it was the kingdom of Siam. Uh, and they they say I think they kind of point to in the instruction book that like hey maybe this is something that like a tale as old as time back then like who's which animal do you think you know is stronger uh, an elephant or a rhino like who who could who could really move the most weight or whatever kind of thing right. and uh, and so well, I don't know whether that is completely apocryphal and like absolute you know. <laughs> like modern um whatever you know modern appropriation or whatever i don't know but um if you if you know out there if you if you know thai history let let us know but um <clears throat> but anyway the bottom line is this is a two player game where one person plays as rhinos and one person plays as elephants and there are three stones in the middle of the board and one by one uh one turn by one turn you move one of your pieces uh, and you try to essentially just shove one of the stones off the board, like in a sumo ring. You're just trying to you're just trying to shove it off. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you do, and you are the um, <laughs> closest animal that's pointing in its direction, you win. So it's <laughs> it's it. kind of simple. Yeah, uh, I know that. I know that last part is kind of like a. It's kind of like a big qualifier, but it makes sense once you start playing it. it. Uh, people online go nuts about that last qualifier. They're like, "It's so complicated." It's like it's it's actually not. It's just like you can you can you can use a turn to spin your animal in a different direction. Basically, you can like you can turn your animal. Uh, once you move an animal, you can decide which direction they're going to point in. You know what I mean? Um, right. Or no, or well, once you when you put an animal on the board, you can decide on which 
direction can go in. The only... And then you can also, and in the future, you can turn them. You just need to right. use a turn to turn them. And so it is possible that, like, you can have, like, a whole row of animals getting moved by other animals, and they're all pointed in different directions. You know what I mean? Yada, yada, yada. So it, it makes sense once you start playing. It's like, uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the uh, the old Jungle Book uh, animated film from Disney where all the elephants are in a line, and they all... I, that's what just reminded me of, where they're all marching in a line oh. and then like the first one like stops and they all like slam into each other's you know butts you know, boom, 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 boom. Yeah. that's it you know that is this what, game that's yeah. got to be the inspiration for this game <laughs> right i'm sure it was um but yeah it's just it's just a big animal pile up you're just pushing different directions and then like you if you have two on one side and your opponent has one on the other you're gonna be able to push and your your opponent won't be able to push that way or but then you can turn around right. and face it's, the other way, and it's just like all kinds of different things can happen. It's kind of a physics. It's a bit of a physics equation, essentially, yes. because it's like um, is what it reminded me of. Is because like when your animal is pointed in a direction, they are like one unit of energy going in that direction. Um, the rock it's, is yeah. a, kind of like a neutral, and I'm not talking about Dwayne Johnson. And no, I know no. you. I know you're about to go there if you smell what I'm cooking. Well, he's um, not. He's not neutral. In fact, he. I mean, he'll he'd be the people's champion, and then the next minute he's the corporate champion. You know, if anything, he's just like wow, pure good and pure evil. Uh, you know, it's, he's he's never going to be neutral. Is that true about that character of uh, the Rock? Uh, the, well, he the, did. Who's, yeah, he was who's usually smell. Yes, he flip flop. He well, no, I think that only happened once. He was usually good. He was oh. the people's champion, but I I definitely was watching at the time when he, I think it was at the Is end. He socialist. Of, it was is, he the, the, is he truly the people's champion? Is oh. he the working class people's champion, or is he know. like Ted? It wasn't Ted DiBiase was the million was the million uh, dollar man. Okay, or, what? Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, we won't get. We don't have time to get into this. No, his we character was not. Uh, his character was just like himself. Like he was just all about himself. But he called himself the people's champion. I think because oh. he thought that everybody. Oh, loved that's him, funny. You know. Oh, like, it was like his. It was his arrogance. It was yeah. his. Uh, and his finishing move was the, the people's elbow. You know, he did the. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Or and he his he was just super arrogant. That was his. But it was charming, you know. When yeah. he was good, it was like, yeah, we love you. Very... you know? He's like Johnny Bravo. Yeah, but <laughs> right. if he wrestled, yeah, right. right. Um, right. Uh, but anyway, uh, I digress. Andrew, uh, the bottom line is so it, one animal pointing in it, it, you know, is like is like one unit of energy going in the direction that it's pointing. If it's pointing in another direction, then obviously it it is it represents neutral right nothing yeah basically it's well here's the thing um <laughs> to it's a for, simple for game, one folks. animal simple. okay maybe it is more complicated than that for, <laughs> for one animal hmm, for for one animal you require you require one energy to move a rock okay Hold on a second. I'm, I'm bringing in Matt Damon here to solve this on the positive. Quick, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, it's how not you like fall, Andrew? How you like these apples how you up like, here? <clears throat> how you like them stones? Yeah. Yeah. How you, um, how you like those rhinos? Andrew, yeah. the bottom line is, so <laughs> it requ- to move a, to move one of the stones, it requires one positive unit of energy, right? right. Um, if a uh, in in the direction in the direction, <laughs> if an animal that is pointing in an, in a different direction, yeah. Um, it is okay if okay if the animal is if if you push an animal that is push that is facing the same direction you're pushing you then have two positive units of energy does that yeah. make sense so you yeah. can you could push two stones even if you right. need, if you wanted to right 
if the if the animal if an animal is pointing the opposite direction that your animal is pointing, yeah. that is like a negative unit of energy because it's going cancels the other it. way and it, it cancels, cancels it out. out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so two animals butting up against each other uh, do not move. They cannot push each other. Right. They also, if they are on either side of a rock and they are facing opposite directions, they cannot push either because right. the rock is like a neutral you know, um, piece uh, unit of energy, basically. If you um, smell, okay. If you smell, what the unit is neutral. Um, and uh, <laughs> and and so and and basically that's it. Oh, but if the animal is pointing um, not against you and not in the same direction as you, if they're pointing like left or right, essentially, you know what I mean? Um, they are almost like a feather, essentially. Like mm. they don't. They they can be moved without expending energy. So if a if a if a rhino or an elephant was moving north, and they were and between them was the other side's animal or even their own animal, and it was pointed like east or west, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, then that that animal could still push both that animal and the rock. Right. Um, north you know what i mean right. um because even though there's that mass there there's no um energy acting against it if that makes sense yes all right um by the way all the listeners have just earned a degree from devry university yeah. in uh, physics yeah for listening to this i i, I was i talk about the, i talk about this every now and then to people because physics i did not do well in the i took like the lowest physics class in in and at university um and uh, at uni if the if the people if the folks across the pond are listening um right yeah at at uni at uniqlo where i went to school um (laughs) and uh and uh they literally called it football physics or whatever because it was the football team took it because it was that and i still it was still one of my worst classes um because and i and i'm not used to doing bad at school you know what i mean so it it still sticks out to me this to this day as like (laughs) dang like that was a hard class that that hardly ever happens to me not to not to get all johnny bravo slash the rock from the wwe on you, but uh, well, I am kind of the people's. Champion. You only did bad in that class because all the football players were giving you wedgies all the time. <clears throat> That's well, that is true. I was yeah. hung. I did. I did have to take notes on my underwear that they were pulling up um, right. yeah. with a with a sharpie. So that might have, that might have <laughs> had something to do with it. But it's it was the, the concepts were very difficult for me to wrap my head around, which is something that was kind of like like new to me. And uh, so still to this day, I don't. I'm like I don't get physics really. Well, like, this is like a real beginners now i do after the playing this game after right. playing this game you're you're uh, graduate i i still don't get this game so there you go but no i i do but it's like ugh, you have to think about it so much <clears throat> i'm gonna get to my opinions later but uh <laughs> okay but that's but it so the, basically like you, you get the idea quick. it's almost you know what it reminded me of andrew and i know you're gonna hate that i'm bringing this up but it almost kind of reminds me of tack because oh. you're trying to like get something across the board basically but your opponent keeps kind of getting in your way you know what i mean and you have to find a way to get around them you know what i mean and i yeah. think in that way it's it's similar um yeah. I know you have very different feelings about the experience playing them, but <laughs> I think they share that similarity. You know what I mean? You're trying to move something across the board, like you know what I mean, and yeah. 
your opponent is like, nah, we're both trying to do the same thing, and I'm not gonna let you do that. I'm right. gonna do it first, you know, kind of thing. So it is, it is like a sumo, like you said in the beginning. It's like two sumo wrestlers just trying to push each other out of the ring. It's just that there are many right. different sumo wrestlers in this trying to push a rock out of the ring, and it's it gets a little yes. tangled in there. It's like a big slide puzzle sometimes, you know, you're trying to figure out. Yeah, and much like sumo, Andrew, there is skill involved in terms of like mm, directionality and stuff like that. Like sumo is not just who's the strongest, you know, what I mean? uh, which is really cool. Um, so, uh, so there's there's that factor too. You know, what I mean, you have to. There's like different moves that sumo wrestlers do um, yeah. to try to like take advantage of like weight differences and like the shifting of weight and yada yada yada. And so, you know, yeah, I think it's fairly apt to do a sumo uh comparison a, but andrew i was gonna say it's a it's just one last thing it's a it's a very quick game i well, i think i mean you could sit oh, yeah. there and think about it for a long time think about your moves but it's such a small yeah. board and you only have five pieces that you can put on the board at a time so it's like i think people should understand it, it's a very quick game it can be i mean it can literally be like three moves like if you mess up <laughs> yeah if you mess up your your opponent can just immediately push the rock off you know what i mean right. like but also um I think it's one of those games where, as the more you play it, the more you get to know it, and I think it actually kind of gets longer yes. the more the more times you've played it because suddenly you're just better at like stopping, you know. Um, that happened the with us for sure. Advances of your yeah. opponents. So, uh, but e- even you know, even the more we played it, uh, it still was not very long. It just elongated, right. but it's still. You know, yeah, well, you're first, gonna make a mistake at some point. The first know. couple games that we played, it was like, you know, literally like five minutes or less. You know, it's a like boom, done. Yeah, yeah. and and then yeah, it was it started. Yeah, to get it was like us texting each other, like, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how did you? You know, <laughs> wait, I don't understand what just happened there. Yeah, um, but then you start to pick up on little things, like, oh, okay, I'm gonna put one on the side, so then if they push the rock down here, now I can just push it to the side, and they can't push mm-hmm. it anymore. And then, and then you figure out yeah, a counter yeah, yeah. to that, and then you figure out a counter to that, and so you just keep on figuring out well, new strategies that way. I knew you liked I knew you liked this game, Andrew. Um, <laughs> I can tell by your tone of voice. Now, Andrew, tell me how this beautiful game that you love came to be made. Okay, this beautiful game that uh, I'm not so keen on uh, came to be made in the year 2005. Remember 2005, Pete? That was a while ago. Uh, when... What was going down in 2005? Had, had the world lost Aaliyah at that point? I think so. Um <laughs> So I was probably pretty sad still, Andrew. Okay, sorry. That's Um, when it all started going downhill for you, 2005. Tell me, oh, you're that somebody. Tell me, oh, you're that somebody. Um, Designed in 2005 by by Aaliyah. So she was still alive. No, that was not the line. No, 2001. 2001. 2001. Oh, what a year. Jeez, Louise. Um, 2005, this was. uh, Post. What a year. Oh, my gosh. Andrew, Aaliyah died on August 25th, 2001. Um, Whoa. mere, what does that make it? September 11th. Like, what is that? Two, two weeks, weeks before two September weeks. 11th? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, anyway, they're related somehow. I'll figure it. I'm going to, I'm going to. Oh no. Oh no. It's going to turn yeah. into a big conspiracy thing on YouTube. No, please don't. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway. R. To... R. Kelly did both. Maybe, is the, <laughs> yeah, well, well, I'll find out. I'll let w- you know if I find out. I wouldn't put it past him. Uh, 2005, this yeah. game was designed by a gentleman named... Now, I have no idea how to pronounce this, actually. Didier Dorbat. Um, D-I-D-I-E-R D-H-O-R-B-A-I-T Dorbate. Dorbate. Uh, um, now, 
uh, and also published by a company called Ferti Games. And um, he has only one game to his name on Board Game Geek, and that's this. Oh, Didier, Didier. Didier? Uh, this is a, that's a common French name, Didier. Yeah. Ah, I was gonna uh, say Didier, yeah. Didier, Didier Dorbey probably is how you okay. say that. Okay, Didier sounds, Dorbey. Sounds there French. you go. Oh, that sounds delicious, yeah. actually, Didier Dorbey. Um, <laughs> uh, nice. Can I get a strawberry Didier Dorbey? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> anyway, Didier uh, only has one game to his name on Board Game Geek, and that's this. I am. Uh, and there are yeah. no, there are no interviews, no interviews with him, and he has zero social media press. I tried to stalk this guy on Facebook, and I Whoa. thought. Does this guy exist? Nothing. So, um, what the heck? I know. Honestly, a true hero of mine. I, I love it. I love people who honestly <laughs> don't go I into mean, social we, media. We stand, yeah, we stand a off the grid king here on the, yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm, I'm jealous. Uh, also, yeah, some yeah. somebody who just designed a board game and then walked away from the game forever, just like, eh, I'm done. Love it. You know, I'm one done. and done. I'm, ne- I'm never going on Twitter. See ya. Yeah. It's like, great. yeah. Um, there was one picture, one picture of him, so I did see him. But uh, yeah, and back to what you were saying about uh, Siam, um, you know, I, I, I guess so. I, I assume he's French. I don't know. I don't know if he maybe spent some time living uh, in that area or something like that. But uh, I don't know. It. I couldn't find any information about. It. I was trying to find out: is this steeped in some sort of actual lore, or is it just kind of all made up? Um, but oh yeah right is this is this just yet another game that just slaps the name of like a foreign city or country on the box you know what i mean yeah i hear you but i couldn't figure it out because this this man is not i'm gonna have to i couldn't even figure out where he lives you know i'm gonna fly to his house and knock on his door um uncancelable yeah yeah unbelievable um anyway the original version though if you look this up online there are a lot of pictures of the original version it looks like like an ancient game almost it's uh it's got uh, you know little elephant and rhino statuettes. They could be, I don't know. I've never actually seen one of these in person. They could be made of wood or maybe like some stone or something like that. Uh, maybe just bakelite. I don't know. Hmm. But it looks mm-hmm. very, very nicely done. Little statues, like really detailed and stuff. Um, actually, ironically, I was thinking that you know these. Hey, that looks like it could be made out of ivory. You know. Um, which I'm sure. Oh, that would be ironic. Yeah. Yeah, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, I'm sure they were not because this was made in 2005. But I'm sure if this game had been invented, because it is basically just an old abstract type of game. If this had been invented right. in like you know the you know 1800s or before, I'm sure the pieces would have been made out of ivory. There'd be some. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, oh, elephants and rhinos were honoring them with their ivory statues. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I, we love uh, these guys, don't we, folks? Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and rip the tusk off of them real quick here, and uh, yeah, I'm gonna pull out one of your body parts and then carve it into the shape of you. You mind? Uh, yeah. No. Uh, anyway, but it, it wouldn't. Maybe it wouldn't happen in certain countries, uh, but uh, that revere them. But it would certainly happen in most. <laughs> Oh, it would be. Let me, in... put it this, let me put it this way: If the game was was made by you know the British, the, co- um, the co- who, colonizers, like, the yeah. colony, yeah, exactly. The colonizers would absolutely do it. Yeah, they'd be like, "Oh, look at this game you guys have, where you, uh, it's all about how how beautiful these animals and strong these animals are. Just go go ahead and rip their teeth out to make it." Yeah. <laughs> um, and also, they released a deluxe edition, which was which was bigger. Um, so and even more ornate hmm. statues, and they also had the travel edition, which was smaller. So three wow. different sizes this came in, and um, 
you know, some people, uh, they even make their own online. I've, I saw one that was like a giant version. It was like, you know, a foot tall statues uh, made out of wood, what which was very nice. Yeah, it's like really cool. Wow. Um, but the edition that we played on is from the second edition re-release in 2015. So I guess oh, yeah. 10 years. Um, they did a Kickstarter, uh, this company, Ferti, uh, did a Kickstarter hmm. uh, with two other two-player games. So it was like a three-pack of two-player games that they had uh, that they had already what published. What are they, Andrew? I'm uh, champing at the bit over here to hear about them because <laughs> I didn't is, know this. Yeah, one is called Sensei, which is, I looked at it, it's kind of like you're Sensei? trying to like hop across you're like building a little bridge to hop across the board, um, but it's it's actually more like it's more like tack or um, tack or what's the other one? A twix or twix? Yeah, yeah, because like you're, you're building a, ro- a path across to the other side of the board. Huh. Yeah, and the other That's one is cool. called Yokai No Mori. I'm not sure. Um, okay. And I I um. don't remember what that one was like, but these are all kind of like abstract two-player games that seemed like they were old, you know, but they were not, and uh, all designed by three different designers, and they redid them with the same art style, so they look like they come from, like, the same world, and it's it's yeah. a it's a cartoony art style. So the the version that we played... Yokai this... no Mori. Uh, okay. Mori is uh, forest in Japanese. Oh, okay, there you go. And yokai is, are, like, these spirits. I think they're, like, these ghost ghost spirit things in Japanese uh, folklore. Interesting. Mm-hmm, huh? mm-hmm. So, I mean, these could be two games we could review sometime, but they... Uh, wow. Yeah, they all they all look very similar. Um, the game that we similar played... Style, yeah. Siam on is, like, these little um, discs with uh, just basically, like, a sticker of a cartoon uh, elephant or a cartoon rhino, and, like, the elephants are blue and the rhinos are pink. Um, yeah. So it's a little. It's not as 3D as the old one, but you know they they came together in a pack. And the art style uh, is done by Bibon, B I B O U N, Bibon, who has lots of different okay. games uh, done the art for lots of different games, and probably most well known for uh, a game called Dice Forge, perhaps. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dice Forge is really well known. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, um, but it's yeah, it's a much more cartoony and bright and kind of colorful style to all these games that uh, they came up with. So, wow. Unlike the original, which was like very you know white versus black and like uh, it, you know, like I said, it just looked like a very old game. This is like oh, this is like a modern new game. You know. <laughs> so, huh. um, so yeah, uh, and that's it. It's that's the edition that they have out there right now. Wow, Andrew. Um, cool. Well, that's really nice. Um, yes. I'd say my review of that history is um, incomplete, you know what I mean? Because we don't know anything about Didier. Um, King Dididi from um, Smash Brothers. Kirby. Oh, yeah. Smash Brothers. Uh, also Kirby, yeah. But yeah, I mean, right. Come on, his his real shot, his real time to shine was in Smash Brothers. Smash Brothers, right? Um, that's when he that's when he really opened up. Uh, Andrew, you don't uh, my review of now my review of Smash Brothers. Whew, it's pretty high. But the, my review, uh, people, uh, my review of this game, you don't have to wait till the end of the show. Other people's reviews of the game, you don't have to wait at all because it's time for a review on this. Review on this.
Time to review some reviews that we found on the review machine of review.com. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just trying to stick with the theme of like an extremely confusing <laughs> explanation. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah, right. That, you know, that, this review is a purpose. physics lesson. Yes, yes. Um, <laughs> if you have one, one review pointed north and one review pointed south. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. One review is leaving the end of the episode <laughs> at a speed of, you know, 30 miles per hour. You know, <laughs> okay, Andrew, this person uh, gave it a 3 out of 10 and they said, this game is a very basic puzzle game where you are trying to use your tokens to push a stone off the board. Our game ended very quickly, and I have no desire to try it again. Now, Andrew, this person does not parse words, okay? Yeah. They tell you exactly what the game is. Yep. They tell you that they have no desire to play it again. And they even let you know that their game ended quickly. Quickly enough, in fact, that they actually could play again, but won't. So they're just like, they give you everything you need to know. And they basically are like, this is the game. You push a stone off a board with your pieces. Our game ended very quickly. We had a ton of time left in the evening. I'll never play it again. Zip. You know what I mean? Yeah. Next. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like it's like them saying, that's that. And washing their hands of it. You know what I mean? I feel like now, well, we kind of had a similar experience. The first time we played, it was like, whoop, oh, it's over? And But then, yes, we, then yes. we were like, okay, well, I guess right, we should play again. Right, but unlike this person, yeah, I was like, let's play again immediately. This person was like, that's it. Done. It, it was, you know it was I mean? obvious. I, I can appreciate <laughs> somebody right. who has you know like i guess so but it was obvious to, to me at least that oh okay we got to learn this game a little bit more before we actually you know pass judgment on it so much so quickly maybe this this time this person's time is very valuable to them maybe i see like, nope you know what i mean nope. you know <laughs> um maybe they maybe they don't just have two kids like you maybe they have like eight kids or like uh, kids good point they're just like Nope, played it once. Don't I literally do not have time to play this again. Sorry, it's gone. You know, they're like this can only uh, occupy two of my kids at a time. I need something bigger. Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, maybe it's Octodad. You know. Uh, <laughs> speaking of being canceled, wasn't I don't remember, but isn't Octodad a bad guy? I can't remember. Don't care. Now that's one Octo thing I would. I don't have time for. <laughs> you think about Octo Mom? I think she was trying to get Octo a uh, reality show and then never did or something like that. I don't know if she got canceled. Oh, John and Kate plus eight is the the John uh, that yeah, guy yeah, 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 is yeah. a bad guy. Yeah, Seems well, kind of an Octodad. Well, yeah. I mean, he. You think about it. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, he's kind of an. He's kind of my octopus teacher. Wait, hold on, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> anyway, Andrew, um, uh, this person gave it a four out of ten, and they said played it, played it once. Neither of us were played wowed once. by the mechanic. Played it once. Neither of us were wowed by the mechanic. Now, Andrew, I think this person meant to leave this review on their mechanics Google reviews. <laughs> I mean. Um, <laughs> You know what? Neither of us were really wowed by this mechanic. It's like, all right, well, you know, he's trying to make a living, bud. You know what I mean? Like, hey, listen, if he's did he fix your car or not? You know what I mean? He's not if, there to wow. He's not a performer. If your mechanic can like fix your, you know, if your mechanic can give you an oil change and rotate your tires in the time that it takes to play one game of Siam, I think that's a pretty good mechanic. Um, I think that's yes. Pl think yeah, that. played it once. Right, exactly. <laughs> good point. We we played it once. We couldn't play it again because our car was done. Right. And quite frankly, we weren't impressed by the mechanic. I'm sorry, excuse me? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like a NASCAR. Your car was done? Yeah. Done. Hey, that's a good point. Why don't we all just go to NASCAR teams to have our you know, oil change done and stuff like that? We get it, get it done so quick. So quick, 
right? They should have that. They should wait. We come up with a genius business idea here. It's like super quick mechanic. It's like you get in there and super quick like, mechanic. It's like ten yeah. people on one car, just all working on it at once, and it's done in five minutes. Boom. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. it. Yep. And you tap to pay, and then you're gone. No. Oh. Okay, Andrew. Uh, this person gave it a four out of ten, and they said pretty wooden components, but not a whole lot of depth. Now, okay, Andrew, how deep does this per- person want these wooden components to be exactly? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Pretty wooden components, but not a whole lot of depth. Okay, how deep exactly? You know what I mean? Uh, I this person's like, hey, I love the components. They're very tall and very deep. You know what I mean? The components extend through my floor into my basement. They go so deep into the earth <laughs> under my house. They hit. They hit the city pipes into there. Super deep components, 10 out of 10. You know what I mean? Is what they'd right. say about some other game. You got to play this game in the in the deep end. You gotta you gotta call 811 before you uh, you know play this <laughs> game to make sure they <laughs> make sure there's no cables under there or whatever. Okay, Andrew. Um, this person gave it a 6 out of 10. They said, fun, abstract game where rhinos and elephants are competing to push big rocks outside of the board. Now, Andrew, this person does know that humans play this game by moving pieces that look like rhinos and elephants uh... around, right? Because it really seems like it, they're really like, hey, this is a fun, abstract game where rhinos and elephants are competing. Hold on. Wait. No, like Andrew and I are competing. We're the humans, but we're using pieces that look like rhinos and elephants. You know what I mean? Like uh, there aren't real rhinos and elephants competing well, by playing this game. You know, unless this person is has a cursed copy that's like a Jumanji situation going Jumanji on. Jumanji situation going on, Andrew. Yeah. Yes, that's possible. It's very that possible. would be pretty cool. Uh, are cool. we cool, Andrew? No, yeah, Andrew. Uh, yeah, that would be that transition so many times that anytime <laughs> anybody on this show says the word "cool," it's, it's like Pavlovian. It's, yeah, it's, it's an impulse to say, "Are we cool?" <laughs> Listen, uh, what can I say? I'm a trendsetter, Andrew. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe this guy has a Jumanji board, but also maybe he just sets the game up and then he sits there and looks at it and goes, "Huh, well." That's odd. Neither the rhinos nor the elephants are moving. So, you know what I mean? Is this thing broken? You know what I mean? Oh, I see, yeah. Andrew, you know, Andrew, this person gave it a 6 out of 10. They said, a beautifully produced, spare design and a genuinely lovely mythological theme of large mammals pushing the earth. Now, Andrew, last I checked, rhinos and elephants are not, in fact, mythological. In fact, I've even (laughs) heard they exist, just between me and you. Maybe this person, this is the only explanation I can think for this, Andrew. Maybe this person is far from the future, and yeah. or or from far in the future, and yes. you know every land animal on Earth has been blasted to smithereens by humans or whatever, and so they just they only know rhinos and elephants as myths. You know? Well, I mean rhinos and elephants, uh, they're getting pretty close. So I mean we're uh... pretty close to them being <laughs> myths. Yeah, you're right. They're actually pretty close to them being the next Bigfoot, basically. Yeah. All right. Which also did did exist uh, back in the day. <laughs> Andrew, this person gave it a seven out of ten. They said more useful as a conversation piece than a game. Now, Andrew, what conversations is this game inspiring? Do you think? You know what I mean? Like this, these have to be probably the worst conversations if this is the conversation piece. You know what I mean? Because these conversations would be like, so uh, you like rhinos or nah? You know what I mean? <laughs> you know. Well, uh, I could see maybe, somebody walking. Maybe in maybe you ask somebody you ask somebody like, "Hey, you ever push a push a big rock?" Like this is this is the icebreakers. This is inspiring. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
Yeah, I could see somebody walking into your living room and just being like, hey, what's up with all the uh, rhino and elephant statues? You know, well, let me tell you. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, just the, that that's all. It's always uh, if you have something that looks weird enough, there's always just going to be a moment where somebody goes, what's this? You know what I mean? Yeah. So but then but then also, yeah. like, how far does that conversation go? Like you said, it's like, you know, oh, it's a board game. You're like, yeah. right. And then they're gone already. They're just like, <laughs> as soon as you say it's a board game, they <laughs> they're climbing out the window. Um, Andrew, everybody at home knows what that's like. That's why you don't have any friends. Because right. you right. say the words board game ever in your life, and people are gone. Andrew, this is an 8 out of 10 uh, that somebody gave it. They said, I thus far have never really liked pushing games, but this one is quite interesting. Okay, nerd, you know. <laughs> This person probably doesn't like pushing games, Andrew, because they were always pushed around as a kid. You know what I mean? Or maybe <laughs> oh, maybe see. even as an adult. They just, they don't like, I'm actually not really into pushing. Oh, really? I wonder why. Because you got pushed all your entire life. You got to learn to stick up for yourself. You know what I mean? Right. Well, yeah, this is like somebody who's on that show Squid Squid Game or something like that. They didn't like yeah. the childhood Squidward. Squidward. Yeah, mm-hmm. Right, Squidward. On that show Squidward. Right. Yep. That's a spinoff. Where they live in Bikini Bottom. Yep. Yeah, it's probably like that, Andrew. And so, I don't know. I mean, it's just like, hey, I'm sorry to hear that you got bullied, but, like, don't take it out on this game. You know what I mean? Right. right. Mm, uh, but, and honestly, if you need to work some of that stuff out, I know somebody who uh, you could probably uh, talk to, and they'll probably be able to get you, you know, get you some closure on that stuff. Yeah, I'm talking about the person who's at your door right now, Andrew. I could tell that knock anywhere. <laughs> That's mm -hmm. Dr. Fraser Crane. Dr. Fraser Crane. Dr. Fraser Crane just pushed open my front door, and uh, <laughs> he's coming in here to... Uh... There was there was two Dr. Fraser Cranes pointed in the same direction, and they were <laughs> able to push through. Your 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 wife was point, was pushing that, was trying to hold them back. <laughs> But there was two Dr. Fraser cranes, and they were able to push through. And she was like, "No, please don't come in. <laughs> I hate when you come." And doing You're a conga always, line, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Dr. Fraser uh, Crane, or, or it was like um, uh, from Jungle Book, a bunch of Dr. Fraser cranes in a line. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. the elephants. Right. Exactly. Um, call back call back uh both dr fraser cranes are here to help us count down the top 10 phrases that you'll hear someone say while playing the game of siam number 10 push it push it real good number nine just gonna scooch you real quick number eight after this game's done the next thing you're gonna be pushing is up daisies number seven would you uh mind sliding down the seat there Number six. Oh, when I'm playing, I like to pretend that these rocks contain the tortured souls of dead poachers, and my pieces are taking their revenge out on them. Number five. Uh-huh. Keep it moving. Keep it moving. Keep going. Number four. All right, it's time to talk about the elephant in the room. Yes, let's talk about these five tiny elephants in the room. Number three. Hey, do you mind if somebody just squeezes in here? Just, just squeeze in here. Number two. Yeah, it's time to tickle the ivories, and by that I mean place I am. Number one. All right, bud, take a hint. Get out of here. Hey, everybody, we're going to take a quick time out from the regular show to tell you about a little something called Patreon. Yeah, I've been meaning to look, uh, look this up on the internet, Andrew. Tell me more. <laughs> we now have a Patreon where you can pledge some money to show us your support, help us kind of keep the lights on around here. And uh, guess what? There is, at the very introductory level, only $2 a month, 
you get access. As a thank you, you get access to a monthly bonus episode. More of Pete and I talking about uh, board games and really just anything else. We kind of go off script every month um, from our regular show. It's, it's a lot of fun. Plus, Wait, Andrew, are you yeah. telling me that for the uh, measly less than a cough, less than a, a cup of coffee, uh, and I give you that every month, I get access to even more show that other people don't have access to? That's right. Plus, you also get access to some Pete and I streaming us playing some board games every month. So you get uh, a little bit of interaction what? with us there. Yeah, you can even chat I us. Get to, I get to look look at you, look at your faces, and watch you watch how bad you are at board games, like in real time. It's so fun. So you get this. Plus, there are other levels where you can get other great stuff. So check us out at Patreon.com. That's right. Patreon, which is, of course, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Patreon.com forward slash Two Can Play That Game podcast. Love Brick. All right, it's time to take a break from all the uh, rhinos and elephants and get into our relationship on the game Fog of Love between one rhino and one elephant. Who's who? I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. Um, oh wow, 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 Andrew. Um, yeah, it's time to st- it's trying to time to stop competing and butting up against each other and start cooperating, Andrew. That's right. We're talking about our ongoing game. we got to take our next move in our ongoing game of Fog of Love that stretches across uh, all of our episodes one move at a time. Andrew, I believe it's your turn to uh, play a scene into this chapter of our relationship. Your belief is correct. Uh, It is my turn, and I'm going to be playing this card here. This card is called... We won a trip to Italy, so I come home all excited. Oh. Come home manja, all excited. Manja, say, manja, yeah. manja, or actually, yeah, actually, you know what? Um, uh, Ed McMahon, the corpse of <laughs> the reanimated corpse of Ed <laughs> yes. McMahon, shows up on the front door and says, "Hey, you won!" Walks out of the walks walks out of the freezer of a Jimmy John's, <laughs> and it turns <laughs> oh, out that John's he had himself cry. He, thought... he had himself cryogenically frozen in in the walk in. Of a oh, Jimmy John's. In the I thought bag. we were going to get through one of these without Jimmy John's. It didn't happen. Okay. Um, you thought wrong. Anyway, and he says, uh, you want a trip to Italy. So, hey, we got to figure out, Pete, uh, how much time can we take out of our busy calendars to go on this trip? Okay. okay. So here are your choices. Choice A, uh, let's go for a month. Choice B, hmm. uh, a week is fine. A week is fine. A week is fine. Hmm. Um, choice C, yeah. I only have time for a weekend trip. And okay. choice D, I really don't have the time. I'm over my head oh. in deadlines. Wow, so, wow, wow, wow. It's and, both choose. And Andrew, so this is this is a both choose, so we're yes. both going to choose. And uh, it looks like if we if we match, by the way, in the bottom it says we get a good bonus increase to our satisfaction, which is pretty good, a plus three. Yeah. And we do we are in dire need of that. So let's try to let's try to match with this one, Andrew. Um so the interesting thing about this Andrew is so I, I the the eagle-eared uh, viewers at home um probably d- realized that um it starts off like the first choice is like hey, let's go for a month and then from there it, it like it gets less and smaller and smaller intervals of time. Um, and on the card, what it shows is that if you choose the, like, let's go for a month, you get a decrease in your discipline, but an increase in your curiosity. Right. Because, of course, like, you're kind of shirking your responsibilities to go off and traipse around uh, Italy. 
Um, and but by the time you reach the bottom where you're like, I can't go, I have work to do or whatever, like your discipline's like up and your curiosity's down or right. So it's like flips. this is what that's affecting. Yeah. Right. Um, and then the and then the two in between is smaller effects to those things. Um, OK, well, I I think. And if and also the eagle-eared listener at home, if you've been paying attention to this, I think you I think you have a pretty I- good idea <laughs> break, of what Andrew's going to pick. I, break I know out I your home version, uh, and I know you have a <laughs> yeah. you have a board set <laughs> up following our version. game. You know you have you have all our little tokens on your board, so you can see it right there. Yeah. Uh, yeah no, but yeah. looking looking at the board um, here, I know what we're going to do here. I I picked this card on purpose. I think. I think okay. we're gonna match here. I don't want to say too much. I don't want to influence your. I I okay. I if I'm correct about you know what I have ga- what I have gathered about you across our relationship thus far, mm-hmm. Andrew. Mm-hmm. I think I know what kind of person you you yep. are. Your character is. You know what yep. I mean. So, yep. all right, you ready? I have locked mine in. I'm locking mine in. Okay, three, two, one, flip, flip. Oh, hey, that's I knew it. Hey, baby, that's, that's right. We're going for a month. I, we're, you are an undisciplined person. Yes, but who, I am, and an I am a very curious person. Yes, that's I, I thought this card is perfect because it has undisciplined. That's me and curious. And that's you. You've got a bunch of tokens on. Curious. We probably I think it's kind of illegal for us to talk about these right now. But because we both already kind of discovered about each other, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to neither confirm nor deny what you Oh no, it could just be by one. coincidence, but that well oh, no, I'm just yeah. saying that looking at the tokens on the board, I have a lot of them on right. undisciplined. You have a lot of them on curious. That's all. I'm not saying that you Good are point. curious. I'm just, just saying, saying that's just where a bunch of your tokens are. So. Not saying that's one of my trait cards, Andrew. I'm no, just saying No, I know. Just, <laughs> just saying that seems to be the direction you're playing the game. So, uh, very good. Well, Andrew, I would love to explore this further. And learn more about you and your character, but uh, I just I can't. I, I've had my fill for the day. I need to uh, instead turn back to. We need to leave Italy, Andrew, and instead fly back to Siam. All right. Um, and that reminds me that um, I, yeah, I. Good luck with this. Good luck uh, with this segue. <laughs> oh boy, I was about to say something really. I was about to get canceled. Um. I I need to I skinned my knee on the way out of the airplane. I I skinned my knee. Wow. Okay. And that reminds me that there is more than one way to skin a game. There's more than one way to skin a game. Honestly impressive work, Andrew. Yeah, that's um, so good. I know. It's really because good. this is, of course, our segment called More Than One Way to Skin a Game. A uh, newer segment for us where we uh, give a board game a new skin, you know, a new theme or artistic direction that we think could work. Now, so, um, one, of the, one of the rules you, about this segment... Yeah, one of the rules about this yeah. segment is, though, that we cannot change the mechanics of the game at all. Right. Right. It's, right. it's the exact same game. Purely cosmetic. On- you're just putting on new new artwork, and really that's it. You know, a new story in the rule book. That's it. Okay. Uh, yep. All right. Yes. So, um, oh, by the way, before I give my example, I was looking in the Board Game Geek forums for this game, and I saw a post <laughs> from about ten years ago of someone who did this, someone who rethemed the game, uh, oh and they rethemed it as. Uh, brewers, two breweries uh, pushing kegs around. Oh, okay, 
Yeah. Oh. And wow, they... that was just that was right under my nose the whole time. That is something that I have done. Um, yes. <laughs> right. Wow. I ha- they are very heavy, and I have done. I have had to throw my weight against them to move them around. Interesting. And yet I didn't even think about that. And this person even they included pictures. They even made their own. It's like a crafts person, you know. They made their own wooden pieces and a board, and it looked really mm. nice. And they even gave it a title. They called it uh, "Quarrels Over Barrels." So, uh, very good. Quarrels over barrels. Wow. Good, yeah. Um, and, and now in my opinion, uh, I would say, Hey, great job. And I think in your opinion, you would probably say, wow, what a waste of time. Right. Cause you're, I mean, we'll get to what you think of this actual gameplay later. But, <laughs> um, and for now, Andrew, what do you think about the cosmetics of it? What, how are you going to change it? Um, yeah, well, I'll get to my opinion later, but honestly, I think any cosmetics that doesn't matter to me. Although there is one thing that maybe we could do, uh, I, this game definitely reminds me a little bit of those classic Zelda games uh, from Nintendo 64 where there's a giant oh. block and you have to push the block and it slides across the room, right? And it's like a big slide puzzle. I usually. like it. So, yes, I like it. You know, maybe your Link and the other team is like the Mirror. Is it Ganon? Oh, okay, yeah. But there's a bunch of like Mirror Links and stuff like that, evil like Dark Link? I don't know. Anyway. Um, Dark Link. Yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, so you're pushing blocks around to try and, like, uh, open up the door in the temple or something like that, you know? Get the Triforce going or whatever. Maybe, maybe your Skull Kid from uh, 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 yeah. Majora's Mask, the best there you go. game. And I oh. will fight you on this one. Come at me, Twitter. No, but... Um, <laughs> that actually, is a good I guess, one. Well, I mean, let's face... Uh, Breath of the Wild is the best one. But oh, okay. um, before that, Majora's Mask. Majora's anyway, Mask. well, maybe not. Maybe it is just flat out Majora's Mask for story, but definitely has a better story. Anyway, the bottom line is I... uh, that guy's up to mischief, so maybe he would be the one to... I also thought that maybe we could just retheme this as Crossfire, and it's just called Slow Crossfire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought we could honestly. I this I didn't run with this one, but I thought we could retheme this as the military track from. <laughs> from <Seven laughs> the there you go. <laughs> yeah, the military I mean? track. But I thought that'd be funny. Um, no, but uh, Andrew, here's what I here's what I'm thinking. I came up with a. I was trying to come up with the the perfect theme for this one. And I was just. I was. I felt like I just kept coming up short. I was. I thought about like Sisyphus rolling the rock up, so like maybe some one person is Sisyphus and the other person is like Zeus. I guess who's the one who's like torturing? Him <laughs> you got me. I never studied that. The rock up? Uh, who knows? Greek, Roman, it's all Greek to me. Andrew. Uh, <laughs> then I thought uh, Dragon Ball Z. You know how they like do a Kamehameha against each other and oh they, yeah, like, they and they like meet in the center and stuff uh-huh. and like, kind of push it in one way. That I thought that'd be good. Plus, there's just a lot of huge anime nerds out there. I think that would sell really well. But That's this actually is a good not, idea. Um, the, our marketing segment, Andrew. This is right, like right, right. <laughs> skinning segment. You know, I mean, this ain't market research. We we don't have to um, sell this. We're just trying to yeah come up with yeah. a theme. Uh, yeah, I'm not selling out in this one, Andrew. Which is why I'm also not going Harry Potter dueling. Didn't they do? Didn't Harry Potter do that whole thing with wands where they like shot stuff at each other and they pushed it back and forth and stuff like that? Yeah, I, I, I that might have been. I think I, there's definitely at least one scene where they're. Yes, uh, of course. There is the. There's um, the one with the um, Harry Patron, versus... Patronus or whatever. Right? Well, Harry, yeah, no, there's a. Pushing... I think it's in the uh, Goblet of. What's that called? Goblet of Fire. Harry and Voldemort. Mm-hmm. The first time he meets Voldemort, and he they shoot them at, at each other, and it like makes a big bubble. I just remember that it's like a big wall of energy, yeah. kind of in the middle or whatever. So, uh, yeah, that maybe, but that's but again, I I'm not I'm not selling out to Warner Brothers or whatever, whoever owns the rights <laughs> to that. 
right <laughs> that turf that that you know jk rowling's uh whoever owns the rights to jk rowling's uh anti-trans tweets or whatever you know what i mean they can oh, make boy. their own board game but i guess maybe maybe the uh maybe the cards against humanity guys will uh make that one for her or whatever anyway um and then it hit me andrew i did find perfection okay i had a lightning strike of genius or should i say force lightning andrew i call it tossing windu andrew because one (laughs) player is mace windu one player is mace windu the other player is senator palpatine and you play out that classic death scene for windu when palpatine is using his force lightning and pushing it towards windu but he's deflecting it back with his lightsaber or somehow they never explain how that's done um and so instead of rhinos it's like purple lightsabers you're putting down and pushing across the board you know what i mean and uh-huh. instead of elephants it's like palpatine's hands and you're and then you're putting them on the board and you're pushing them around and what you're pushing around is like the force lightning and so if you if you push it off the board it's it's like signifying that you just you fried the other player or whatever you and know. and the title is called windu out the window that's what it's called windu out the window because of course <laughs> That, man, that scene is so bad, Andrew. I went back and watched it again today, and it is so bad. There are, it's very it's bad. Honestly, if it's honestly, if you go back and watch that now, you are like, "What in the world is this?" Because between <laughs> the actor, um, what's his name, Ian Ian McKellen? No, not McKellen. Oh, it's, it's Ian, McDermott. Ian, Mc, Ian McDermott. McDermott. Yeah, who I'm sure is a very nice guy, but good gosh. In heaven, Andrew, does he make some weird sounds? And he's like, whoo, ha, he, and he goes, na, 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 na. You know what I mean? Like, it's just the weirdest thing. And then, and then with it ending, Andrew, with it, it ends with the craziest, gra- you know, uh, you know, graphic or whatever of Mace Windu being shot out the window at such a high speed. And it's so, it's so obvious that all they're essentially doing is rendering the file of him very small you know what i mean like they just shrink him (laughs) until he disappears and it's like you must be kidding me that this is what george you know what team skywalker or whatever skywalker studios or whatever produced uh you know but but the best Um, the best part of that scene is right after he flies out the window and then palpatine is finally done and he goes ah you know as if he just like (laughs) It took a big sip of like lemonade or something. <laughs> yeah. It's so weird, dude. It's so weird. But anyway, classic scene. I think we could do that. And I think everybody great. would love it. It's great. Um, I would you know. definitely buy a game based on that scene. I think that's good. And I mean, you could, if you really wanted to pour money into it, let's say our, our Kickstarter for it goes just out, off the roof. What we would, we would have some stretch goals where we could have those sounds. You could push a button, you'd have those sounds yeah. where he goes like, no, 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 or whatever. <laughs> Please, he's, you know, where he's like, Anakin, please tell him to stop, or whatever. It's just like, and then he goes, ha! Yeah, it's uh, it's like so. Un- he says, yeah. uh, unlimited power! Yeah. Unlimited power! Yeah, that's what you do if you win as Palpatine. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, anyway. Um, well, Andrew, uh, it's almost like um, those graphics, even for... <laughs> I feel like the gra- I feel like the um, CGI and and uh, computer graphic work and everything like that was even better in old movies. Like even something as old as like Honey I Shrunk the Kids or something like that. Oh, hold on. 
I'm just looking down our sheet here, and I'm, I'm just seeing that by, by happenstance, Andrew, our next segment is Yo Babe, I'm Shrunk. Yo Babe, I'm Shrunk. Yeah, I can't believe you used the other the other phrase. Uh, it, the The correct name of this is called "Yo, babe, I'm shrunk," not "Honey, I shrunk the kids." Like, that's, yeah, uh, sorry, that's, yeah. sorry, unrelated trademark. Uh, we babe, we, trademark, we didn't base we didn't unrelated. base this <laughs> we didn't base this segment law, on the movie, law, right? We this 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 segment is based on real life. We this actually has happened to us multiple times. Rick Moranis so. doesn't even say doesn't even say "babe" in the movie. Right. So, right. Yeah. How how sure. could it be this? How could it be that? Anyway, Andrew, this is the the segment where we are, of course, involved in a terrible science experiment gone wrong, uh, because as we've established, we always play these games with a shrink ray pointed at us. Mm-hmm. Now we're a quarter inch high, but we still got to play this game. How are we going to play this game, Andrew? What are you thinking? Um, well, I'm going to say that actually it's going to be pretty easy because uh, these are not real rocks. Huh. They're little disks, oh. right? So, um, yeah, good point. They're kind of like, don't... yeah, very light wood. Yeah. yeah, unless we're playing with the old the old version, the 3D version with the big rocks that are... Yeah, know, with like the serious wood-carved um, statues or whatever. Yeah. That would be very tough, yeah. Um, but you're right, but this I new think... version that we that we play with is very portable. And uh, yeah. So I think um, that the, the only trouble would be like seeing which disc you're pushing because the label is on the top and so from being down so small uh, they'd all look the same you wouldn't know is this an elephant is this a rock what is this thing yeah which we'd way have to is like facing? scroll we'd have to get shrunk with like a sharpie and like right. write it on there or something mm-hmm. well uh, my solution is actually we're going to have a uh, uh, glass uh, of of mountain dew sitting next to it with a straw in it right um, with a wow. little, with some dental floss attached to it. So then one I'm of us is going to be, one of us is going to be tied to some dental floss, like up on this straw, like it's a crane. And so you're gonna be hanging there like Spider-Man. Uh, so you can see all the pieces at once be like directing like, okay, no, that, that's an elephant. Yeah. Okay. But it's, oh, but it's facing left. Oh, well, so how many units of force do I have facing this direction? <laughs> how many units of force? <laughs> Well, okay, and so what happens when it's the other player's turn? Does the one does just is one person just nominated as the mover of the pieces, or does the person then have to come down from the crane yeah. and the other person then has to go up? You know yeah, I mean? well, that's the thing is you have to uh, you have to figure out who's you have to flip a coin and figure out who's gonna. But flipping a coin at that size is gonna be tough. So you know, good luck with that part. But, oh uh, my gosh, Andrew. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, all right. Andrew, my uh, I I I think to play this game, you kind of just get get rid of the pieces altogether. I think Andrew, but you still really? play the game, and the way you do that is you get those big inflatable, like hamster ball type things that people run around in. And you got to make sure you get shrunk <laughs> in one of those so that those get shrunk too, and then you just run at each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> and also, and also, this is like this is a crossover between Yo, babe, I'm shrunk and life of a party because you got to also do it with well, a bunch of friends. <laughs> Um, because there's what, like five pieces each. So you gotta, you gotta grab four. Well, okay. Not four friends, obviously that's sorry. I must spoke. That's insane. But four acquaintances. Um, yeah, I don't even know. I, I I've never heard the, the phrase four friends before. I don't know where that came from. Um, but, uh, and then you all get in one of these balls, you, uh, rent them, I guess. Um, I don't know how you get the, your hands on those things, but they're out there. Uh, and then you get trumped down and then you just run at each other and try to push, or I guess you just get a rock. You can get a big old rock, put it right in the center, and then just and then you just got to push that thing off. I think that would be really fun to try to push 
uh, a rock off a board using those things. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, now you're just coming up with a, a full-size version. Of, that's, a, that's a totally different game. That sounds fun. You could play that in the backyard if you had enough acquaintances. Have you ever done... No, uh, I think you got to be shrunk for this one. <laughs> one time in high school, I remember I went to like a backyard party that somebody was having, and they had these like uh, sumo suits that they rented. They were like big foam costumes uh-huh. that you wore. Did you ever do that? And it's like a big, yeah. pi- it's like a big pillow, I mean, pillow around yourself, and then you run and at each other and try and like you know push each other over that kind of thing. Yeah, I've never done it, but I have seen it done. I guess is yeah, what I, is what I would say. I did it, and it looks a lot more fun than it is. It's like okay, that was you know. It, I believe it's, that. It's, it's like okay, now it's really smelly in this thing, and like you know, it I'm, loses its yeah, it it loses its uh, you know. Now I'm sweating in it, and because it's like because I'm running around with it on, and it's like you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's no way they really clean those things. No. Well, um, huh, that's interesting. And and really, it's just like a bit... And then you're just running around just slamming at each other, which, I mean, it's just what I would refer to as basically caveman stuff, interestingly enough, Andrew. Oh, wait, hold on, Andrew. I'm looking down the... I'm looking down at the rundown here, and I swear I've never even seen this before. Looks <laughs> like our next segment is uh, Neanderthals. Neanderthals. Wow, that keeps that keeps happening. I can't believe I can't believe that happened again. It's just all coincidences. These uh, these um, transitions into segments, huh? Wow. Um, wow. Anyway, in this segment that Pete didn't even know was coming on the rundown, uh, we are teleported to prehistoric <laughs> times, and cavemen insist that uh, we show them our games. So, are we going to show them this one? Mm-hmm. We're going to show them Siam. Yeah. Why? Why not? Andrew, I am going to show it to them because Mm -hmm. I think it covers a lot of bases. I think it teaches them to fear rhinos and elephants. Like, I think if they didn't realize before how strong these things are, I think they should realize now. You know what I mean? Uh Um, But also, I think it also teaches them to work together to move things. You know what I mean? Like, I think it teaches them the concept where it's like, if it's too heavy, what if there was two of you? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then they go, oh, I never, me never thought of that before. You know what I mean? Um, well, suddenly, they... and uh, so in that way, it's kind of like a, it's also like a beginner physics introduction. So we're I was getting gonna... them started on physics too. I was gonna say yes. All of a sudden, you're teaching them physics, and you're gonna have uh, Isaac Newton, you know, before before you know it. Yep. Before they invent the wheel. It's gonna be though. great. Yeah, I'm sure that won't get uh, exploited by capitalism or anything like that. <laughs> of course not. No, nothing ever does. How about you, Andrew? What um, do you think? Of, well, of course I'm going to show them this game. Um, and now you say it's going to get them to work together to push heavy things and be scared of elephants and rhinos. I think it's going to kind of... I'm going to show it to them, but I think it's going to kind of do the opposite. I think it's going to get them curious about elephants and rhinos and see them as, um, maybe we can use these animals to do things for us, to move heavy objects. And uh, so then you're going to wind up with domesticated elephants and rhinos. Now, I know, I know that some people listening may say that that is... A bad thing that's cruel and you're absolutely right that is cruel but hmm. i think i think that these neanderthals will be so determined to do this after seeing this game that they will uh domesticate perhaps perhaps maybe even develop new breeds that are more open to taming kind of like what happened with like wolves and dogs you know how like wow they, they used okay. to be wolves and now they're like they took like friendly wolves and turned them into dogs and now you have I'm sure there's a bunch of cruelty involved in that one as well, <clears throat> but um, oh yeah, what absolutely. I'm saying, what I'm saying is that we've got uh, now we've got elephants and rhinos uh, 
as pets, kind of. You know, this this leads to a world where ton there are tons of elephants and rhinos instead of the current state of affairs where they're endangered, right? So they're just honestly too okay. many of them. You're, people are asking you to get your elephants and rhinos spayed and neutered, right? Um, and uh, you know, you'd be like, oh, I adopted a rescue rhinoceros down at the shelter, you know, and they're selling elephants at PetSmart oh, and stuff like that. Okay. I mean, I just. I want to You're live really in a world. You're altering history here. Yeah, yeah, I want to live in a world where I can buy an elephant at PetSmart. I mean, that sounds kind of fun. Wow. Sorry, I'm sorry if it's amazing, cruel, but that's that's just my idea of utopia. Okay, sorry. Uh huh. Is right. Is just kind of yeah, and uh, you know, controlling even more animals. Uh, <laughs> you know, taking taking even more animals out of their habitat. You know, okay. Making well, them essentially dance for us. Okay. Okay. Serious. No. Serious question. Serious question. Do you think it would be better if there were lots of elephants and rhinos, like I described, but they are maybe beasts of burden for us or even pets, you know? Or there are very few of them because of hunting and poaching, and like like there is now. Which which one do you think is? Wait, what is the wait? What is this? Uh, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> which one is which choice one is you're giving me? Uh, yeah. Right. I mean, isn't it better to? All right. Well, I guess. Okay. Well, if I'm only have those two choices. Uh, by the way, what are we? What are we playing? Would you rather know? Would you rather? Uh, then yeah, I would choose the one where there's less where there's less suffering and poaching going on, which would mm-hmm. which would mean I would go with them being pets. But I think they're. What if? What if? I can't. Oh, okay. So you want where right. we get rid of, where we get rid of all poaching, and we let them just so, kind of live their life. So you're a big fan of the Ringling Brothers, and you love it when uh, you know animals are made to do tricks for us and just uh, huge. Have have chains guy. around their chains around their necks yeah. and stuff like that. Huge yeah, you, circus you love that. guy. One of my favorite parts. Okay, cool. My favorite part of the circus. I always say when I leave the circus, they say, "What was your favorite part?" And I say, "When the uh, when the guys were just whipping animals." <laughs> like, <laughs> the, I just I love. Uh, what was your favorite part of the circus? You know, just an, an absolute psychopath child just going like, <laughs> I love the ringmaster had a whip and would whip the lions, and everyone just going like, "Ooh," you know, looking up like, you know. P- pediatric wonder, therapy or whatever. Wonder why they went out of business. I don't, I don't get it. Wonder why they went out of business. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, Andrew, wow. another thing that uh, we're not fully sure of, and and who knows uh, how many people should play this. Wait. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> oh, and, just look at, looking down my rundown here, Pete. I didn't even notice. Speaking of that, <laughs> totally fumbled uh, transition. Whatever you were trying to say. Uh, that just reminds me that our next segment is. <laughs> Two could play this game, but should they? Two could play this game, but should they? Yeah, Andrew, that is true. This segment is coming up, but I don't think you even need to look down the rundown for that because this one's always on it, Andrew. So uh, how sure are we that two people should play this game from zero to a hundred percent sure that two people should play the game of Siam Andrew. Pete, um, why don't you go first? Pete? I, <clears throat> I will, I will say that Andrew, I, I enjoy this game. I think that this is a very, I think this has very clever rules and clever mechanics. Uh, I like the theme of animals just moving a rock. I think feel like that's very minimalist. You know what I mean? Like in, mm-hmm. in a, in a world of, and you know me, I love to have, as many options as possible. You know what I mean? I want to be able to right. grow every different size radish, you know, known to man. Right. But I just think there's something very nice about the fact that it's just like, hey, you got 
a bunch of rhinos, just try to get this rock off. That's it. You know what I mean? Like, it's just that simple. Um, okay. I, uh, I love the fact that it gives the feeling of learning strategies the more you play it. Like, you're learning things to look out for, and it gets kind of increasingly deep the more you play it. Uh, I mean, it's not the kind of thing... Hmm. Uh, I I guess I'm not gonna run out and buy this necessarily though I if I if I did have if it was out I would play it you know what I mean I I, right. I think that it's uh, I think it's fun uh, and like I said for me it kind of reminded me of Tech I like I like them both uh, in mm-hmm. terms of just being kind of like a modern abstract you know what I mean that I think is very clever so I'm 79% sure that two people should play this game and wow. uh, and uh, you know what are you are you like a point above a point below what do you think <laughs> No, I can't believe you said this game is like Tack. Tack is good. This game is not good. This game stinks. Um, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it, it doesn't stink. It, it's not horrible. It's like okay, I could see, but it just seems like it's like it's it's not. It's so short. It's like uh yeah yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's like a it's like a it's like a game of tic tac toe that you have to think about a little bit more. And it's like, okay, I'm done. You know, it's, I it's, see, I see, I see. There's nothing, yeah. there's nothing that it should, this should be like part of a bigger game or something like that. I think, mm-hmm. um, it's just, uh, it's quick. And I, yes, you're right. You do get better at it as you go and you learn new strategies. I've said that in this, but, but who cares? I don't care. Uh, it's, it's like, I don't want, yeah. I don't, I don't want to spend my time getting good at this game. It's, uh, yeah, it's valid. That's valid. Yeah, no, you know what I'm saying. Um, I don't think it's total like, yeah, you. It's it. It's cool to maybe try like one night if you want to play like three or four times. I think that's fine, but it's not something mm-hmm. that I'm ever gonna request to play again. Um, so hmm. I give this okay. one. I give this one a big old thirty-eight percent. Sure, thirty-eight. What percent? Wow, <laughs> that's so yeah. low, Andrew. Okay. I mean, hmm. I could have gone lower. I could have gone lower. We have gone lower on some yes. games. I mean, you could have gone, uh, you know, you could have, there were about 37 other choices (laughs) that you could have gone with that were lower. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Um, But I didn't, because there is a little bit, it does tickle tickle your brain a little bit in terms of, like, thinking about strategies, but it's just, I don't know, why? Why do I want to exert that much mental effort on something that... I don't even I don't even care. I don't care about this. I don't care about the theme. I don't care about the little things moving around. I, I think I would care more, honestly, if we played <laughs> this has happened a lot with these abstract games. I would care more if we had played with the, the version with like the ornate statues, you know, moving around. Then I'd be like, Oh, this uh, is so cool. You know, that's why I like backgammon. The backgammon so effect. I feel <laughs> yes. like Yes, I was about to say, I feel like we've even mentioned that before. Yep. Mm-hmm. Where backgammon has the felt and the little cup where you shake it around, it's you know has the leather on it and it's so like classy, you know, uh, and that would be kind of the same thing with this. You know, you could see yourself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, uh, just playing that uh, in in your in your, uh, in your uh, fancy jacket, you know, with your bow tie on, like uh-huh. James Bond, you know, Smoking I don't know, a pipe, you know, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but Adjusting no, we, your monocle. Yeah, yeah, fair we played enough, with yeah. this, you know, although the art is good, I couldn't do better art than this. I, I just don't, I don't Oh yeah, art's great, I think. I, mm-hmm. I don't really care about, I, I'd rather have the fancy statues than the cartoon, um, rhinos and yeah. elephants, you know. It's a little bit more sophisticated to have those. Yeah, I got it. Well, Andrew, um, hmm. That that means our score is going to be very interesting. I I don't yeah. I don't know exactly where that's going to put it, but I think I will after this next segment because let's go ahead and walk on over to the leaderboard. 
Leaderboard. Okay, it is time to look at our leaderboard, and this is the place where we're going to take our two scores. Our two scores are not official. We have to average them out to, in order to give our official score here. So um, let's right. see, Pete, uh, you gave it a 79. Uh, what, talk about inflation, man. Oh, geez. Uh, 79%. <laughs> talk about Biden's America, yeah. <laughs> I, gave, I gave it a 30, nice modest 38 a nice conservative 38% uh, on here. And so we're going <laughs> to average those two out. And uh, it's going to come out to an average score of 58.5% sure. We are oh. officially 58.5% oh. 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 sure. The two people should be wow. this game. Andrew. So above the 50% mark. So that's, you know, yeah, that's something. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, well, you know, and it's fitting that it is right above Twixt, Andrew, because that is one that I absolutely sunk. And you... <laughs> I loved it. You know what I, mean? I love Twix. I gave that yeah. one a thir- I gave that one a thirty-one, and you gave that one an eighty-three. Yeah. Um, interesting. Hmm. Uh, and of course, it's right under uh, Mandala. Um, Mandala. Um, Mandala. Which uh, I was not as big a fan of. No, wait, no, it was the reverse. I actually uh, liked it yeah. more than you did. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like hmm. that one as much either. That one's so at this sixty-two. Is your gra- this is your graveyard, kind of. Yes. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Siam and Mandala. Um, so, well, we forgot to mention Siam actually lands at currently number 46 on the list out of 55. So it's close to the bottom, okay. even though it is above 50%. So, Good point. Good point. Yeah, yeah. I guess, uh, you know... Um, we play a bunch of good games, I guess. Is this what is saying. not... Yeah, this is, this is, I guess, right in the center of our scores, I guess. I, I You know, it doesn't fall into that. It doesn't cross the threshold into... Absolute heck, or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah, crossfire, the uh, the uh, the fiery pit of crossfire at the bottom of this. I guess at checkers it kind of falls off into heck, basically. <laughs> like as at right after Nefetafel, which is barely hanging on by one finger or whatever. Then it just is a then it falls into the pits of heck. Well, see, um, I'd rather play. You wouldn't. I'd rather play Nefetafel than than this game for sure. Uh, that, oh yeah, I see that. That had something going no, on. No, I would. <laughs> really? Come on. It's kind of similar. No. You're sliding pieces nope. around orthogonally. Nope. All right. Nope. 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 Okay. Whatever. <laughs> well, Andrew, um, I hate to you know constantly negate you on this one because I hope I hope just hoping it doesn't really affect our relationship. Um, so, in fact, why don't we just go ahead and tune in on how our relationship's going? Uh, and I'm not talking about our fog of lo- love relationship. We're talking about our real relationship, <laughs> Andrew. In the segment that we like to go, are we cool? Are we cool? Cool break. It's time for a cool break. And we're going to <laughs> see, after playing this game, are we still cool? How many points? <laughs> cool break. <laughs> <laughs> How many points did our friendship go up or down? Well, Pete, I'm going to tell you, according yep. to me, our friendship did not go up. It did not go down. I'm going to say 0% yeah. on this one because... I said the same thing. <laughs> wow. It's like we have it's like we have a rhino and an elephant pointed at each other, and it's just as... It's, yep. a, it's equal zero on the equation. That's, that's, that's what I thought, too. I thought we have a stalemate <laughs> on either side of the friendship rock here, Andrew. <laughs> You're pushing one way, I'm pushing the other, and that rock ain't moving, so we're just staying right where we are. Yep. And I think Thematic, that just speaks even. I just I think that just speaks to how bland this game is and how I'm never going to think about this game again because uh wow. it, it just didn't wow. impress me. It, it don't Until impress I buy me tea much. for you for Christmas. No. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> putting you in your stocking. Uh, if Thanks. you're a bad boy. I mean, I'll take it. I'll uh, take no, it. But yeah, yeah. Come on. Like, what am I going to turn down a board game? Come on. Turn down a board game. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, tune in next week for the next uh, board game somebody sent us or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Like I said, we can't we can't be bought, but uh, we can be if you try. <clears throat> yes, Andrew, right. Andrew, uh, so go. So if anybody's out there and they made a board game, send it to us. We love them. Yes, Andrew, and we we can also um, be bought. We can also be bought on Patreon, yeah. by the way. Uh, Patreon.com slash Just say. This. And we'll we'll and even send you bonus. bonus content can be bought on yeah. Uh, Patreon. And, yeah, you know we can send you pogs. We can give you, know, you the rules. You know, they too. say Kickstarter. Kickstarter always says Kickstarter is not a store. You're not buying anything. You know what I mean? You're funding something, and then you might get a reward uh, or whatever. Uh, Patreon's a store. Patreon is absolutely a store. It is a store. <laughs> you put your money in. You put your dollar into the vending machine. What pops out? Bonus content. Okay. You mean that we <laughs> All send right. You. Yeah. So, I, I wasn't sure if they um, if it was a store or not. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, it's a store. I'm going to say it right okay. now. I'm sure they would love me saying that. Andrew, I might even go ahead and post it on my uh, on my Instagram. Uh, well, honestly, our Instagram. honestly, on you can play that game oh. podcast on Instagram. That's or right. Sorry. On our Twitter at to play that pod. That's right. I stepped all over your plug of our socials. I was going to say that uh, Patreon, honestly, our Patreon is a store because we've got lots of great bonus content. I was perusing some other Patreons of unnamed podcasts out oh, there yeah. and. Some of them don't give you anything. It's like, uh, it's like no, they're just... just like, hey, give us five bucks and we'll be eternally thankful. It's like, no, that's not how this works, my man. <laughs> no, no, no. I need some pogs. <laughs> I need, I need at least six pogs every month. I need uh... at least six pogs every month, <laughs> which you can get if you pledge at the ten dollar level. We literally make them every month, Andrew, and uh, and we so mail good. them to you. You don't and have to pay shipping or anything like that. There's gonna be one for this game, so get your hands on that while yep. you can. Got to think about what that. that's gonna be. I got to think about it. <laughs> we make for this one. <laughs> These pogs are great, by the way, Andrew. Oh, they're they're really, they're really yeah. great. You you make the you make the images for these, and they're great for, oh, for yes. each game we do. Thank you make you. a custom image for each game we do. It's great. Uh, well, Andrew, um, they can tune into our that Patreon anytime they want, and they should be tuning into this these this free feed uh, next next week, oh, unless they yeah. get another friend. Yep, yep, yep. If they get another friend, you can't tune into this show. We said that right at the top, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, we're gonna we're not gonna leave you high and dry though. We're gonna send you over to a different podcast. It's called uh, Say You Say Three, the the podcast yep. about three player board games and also that <laughs> I didn't read this ahead of time. So. <laughs> read it, Andrew. <laughs> That Lionel Richie song, Say You, Say Me, from the ballet drama film From the ballet drama film, the ballet drama film White Knights. That's White right. Knights. Yet another podcast about three-player board games and Lionel Richie, Andrew. The hat trick. You know we had to find one more, you know? <laughs> I was I was reading that. I was like, Say You, Say Three. I don't remember writing that one. What is that? I, what is that? <laughs> I keep reading along as if I know what's going on. Lionel Richie, yeah, I forgot. Yeah, I Google Lionel Richie songs, you know what I mean? And I found one that was called Say You, Say Me that appeared in a ballet drama that nobody watched from the 80s called uh, <laughs> White Knights. Yeah, I did. I did find that. So now there are three Lionel Richie-based podcasts yeah. about three player board games. I love this synergy there. That's, That's right. Perfect. That's yeah. right. It's, uh, you know, it's a seller's market if what you're selling is podcasts about two-player board games and Lionel Richie songs. Yeah. Andrew, um, get out there. You know what I mean? Does that make it a, 
that's a bear market i can't remember or a bull market i don't know business guys going absolutely nuts out there that i don't know the difference between a bear market and a bull market what were the, what was it uh uh once twice three times a board game that was last week i think once, and then twice, what was three times a board game what was the other one dancing board, on board, the board games on the ceiling or something like that board games on the board ceiling games on the ceiling playing board games on the ceiling or something like that yeah but how did that have uh-huh. to do with three i don't even remember uh i don't know i honestly <laughs> i don't know oh no it was easy. Uh, I, it was uh three three z like sunday morning oh three z like a sunday morning i don't know why we said board games on the ceiling that you must have said that <laughs> anyway. uh we i think we said that I think we mentioned that uh, during <laughs> during the sign-offs. Right, right. Uh, well, yeah. anyway, I'm not going to. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean. <laughs>